All right, here we are in, what, early August 2023, and we finally find out the emperor has no clothes in the Big Ten. It's not to hold everyone else harmless, but a good way to think about this is that um, actually the SEC, strangely enough, for Catholics, they'll wave at one another, we'll wave at another liquor stores, and we are not afraid to act like we don't dance. (laughs) The Big Ten are Baptists. Oh, that's too dirty for us. Meanwhile, you are... Absolutely, using a burner, uh, not using a burner phone to call a, um, a massage parlor in Tampa. It's whatever's happening to college sports is happening because people that do not want other people to have money desperately want money, and it's f- fine for now. Probably won't be in ten years. What's up? This is the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast, and you're listening to episode three hundred. 47. My name is Scott Duvall, and you just heard my co-host Tony Waller, and I'm also joined by my other co-host, Will Leach. And this is the 2023 National College Football Preview Show, which how handy that we're doing it this week and not last week, because a whole lot has happened. I'm not even sure. We're sure what's going on, and I don't think the people in charge or the people who think they're in charge know what's going on. But I digress. Here's Will to get it all started. For what it's worth, as the uh, resident Midwesterner of this podcast, uh, I will not defend the Big Ten, but to say I think your analogy is a little wrong. It's not so much that they're Baptists. They're being very Midwestern, and they are getting, they are definitely know a bargain when they see it, <laughs> and will take full advantage. <laughs> like, this is the blue light special uh, for Oregon and Washington. I don't think this, I, I don't think the Big Ten, we'll, we'll get into the larger things in a second, but when it comes to specifically Oregon and Washington, I don't think the Big Ten was looking to add. I just, I don't think, I do not think they were looking to add. I think maybe long-term, they were not looking to add immediately. What they did see was the Pac-12 imploding and realizing... I remember, imagine, like, think about Oregon. Oregon, Nike, Phil Knight, Oregon. Uh, uh, you know, uh, posters of Joey Harrington next to Madison Square Garden. Remember how, how weird we thought that was at the time? Like, wow, why would they advertise Joey Heisman? Yeah, it's so funny him? to think about that. Think about that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And at the time, it seemed absolutely insane. Like, why would you advertise an Oregon football player in New York City? How little we knew uh, of what was coming. But the idea that you could get Oregon there for basically like 50 cents on the dollar. Like, they're not even giving them a full share. <laughs> like, maybe someday we might give you a full share, but we don't have to. Mm. Uh, but we know you desperately need this, and correctly. Uh, that's what they did. Like, they got Oregon and Washington on a discount deal. And so the idea that the I, I wouldn't say that the Big Ten were Raiders in this, but not any more Raiders or less Raiders than the Big 12 and the SEC have been. Because there's no, and this is my overarching point this is what happens when there's no one in charge. The, the instigating instance of, instance of this was, there's been a lot of things. A lot of people have talked about like, well, expansion's always been going on. You know, there's always been realignment. There's always been changes. This has always been going on. What's so different about this time? And I think, obviously, the elimination of a conference is a pretty big deal. But this really comes down to a fundamental moment. I've talked to this before. My man, Brett Kavanaugh, when he gave that, when he gave that, uh, what, what's the actual term for what he did for the the, the actual statement, the agreement? Or a what? bitch slap? No, no. The thing that he dis- wrote in the statement. A concurrence. Concurrence. Thank you. Um, uh, when he wrote the concurrence, uh, when he basically what that did was it made the NCAA be like, all right, you know what, you guys figure it out. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You guys figure it out. We're out. We're going to go run our basketball tournament, which makes us most of our money anyway, because the rest of it all goes to you guys. Uh, you guys have already made your own football tournament we're not, that, that we're not even a part of. So you guys figure, you know how to do this. Remember for years and years and years, we were talking about like, how do you pay players? How do you fix college sports? And we all knew something was bad, but no one had an idea how to fix it. So the NCAA said, you know what? We're not, we're out. Kavanaugh's mad at us. He calls us a cartel. We're not a part of this anymore. No one's in charge. There is no commissioner of college football. There is no, there is no, never even, there's no Rob Manfred. There's no David Stern. There's no, there's no Roger Goodell. There's no one in charge. And this is what happens when no one is in charge. When there's no one to say, I know this is good for you individually, Big Ten, and you individually, SEC, and you individually, Big 12, but we have a whole golden goose that we need to keep alive here. And if if everyone just acts solely in their self-interest at all times, it's the collective action problem. If everyone just acts in their self-interest, you're gonna you're gonna kill the goose, and that to me is what I'm most worried about in the situation. Listen, in the short term, many people have pointed out the games are gonna be pretty fun for a while. Like like we were joking about this. Like who's gonna go to what Illinois fan is gonna go to Eugene to watch them play Oregon? This one would. I would totally love to go to Eugene. That would be really fun. Um, but that's the short term. In the long term, the problems are not just for the other sports, which comes up a lot of how these other sports are going to pay for it. Those, that, those are legitimate questions. I would argue this is actually bad for college football itself. And in, in the long term, in the short term, everyone's getting money and, you know, the... the but the players. But the players, right. And, and listen, don't think that's not a factor in this. You get your money now because, yeah. you know, you get, you, who knows how long you're going to be able to keep all this money to yourself and, or until someone steps in and makes you do it. So that's a factor in it. And, but to me, the, the, what they're doing is they, when no one's in charge, I used this analogy earlier. It's a little like boxing. It's a little like boxing. The problem with boxing was not that Don King was corrupt or not that Mike Tyson bit a guy's ear or that uh, fights were in Vegas or pay-per-views were dry. The problem with boxing is no one knows who the winner is because there's an IBF and there's a, there's a WBA and there's a WBC and there's rankings and no one really knows what anything is because, because IBF has nothing to do with WBA and wants nothing to do with WBA. They're competitors. And when everyone inside a larger thing is a competitor rather than understanding that like, listen, the Yankees and Red Sox hate each other but they still need baseball to do well and therefore are interested in baseball surviving and thriving. When everyone is just looking out for their short-term interests, the long-term problems are going to be massive. And there are sad things about Oregon State and Washington State, and I, I think those are fair. But I would argue the larger problem is this, I think, long-term endangers college football. Not just college athletics, not just Oregon State, not just the Pac-12, but college football in general. And that, to me, was the saddest part about what happened this week. Yeah, and understand when I said that um, I, I don't think the Big Ten has behaved any differently than the SEC or or the Big 12 would have. Note, neither of us has said the ACC because they're just quietly sitting on the side with their 15-year grant of rights. Um, my point is, is like the holier-than-thou bullcrap that we've heard out of Chicago for years about how, oh, the SEC is just making it worse. And, oh, the Lions, let's come. I mean, they literally treated Joe Pesci like he was a casino with the Big 12. Literally. They said, hey, come on. Yeah, come on in. We don't like how you behave. So we're going to take you to a field out near Moline and stomp your brains in. And that's what they did, right? You know, remember, this was the same, this was the same conference five years ago where the commissioner was like, 
I don't know. Like we might have to go to D three because we just can't do this, right? right? And, and, and the that commissioner is gone. And, sure he is. Sure he is. And, but uh, and they've hired and they've hired like everybody else a TV a executive TV to run to run the um, conference, which really tells you everything in the first place that there's TV executives running all these things. In in a super weird world, in a world where twelve years ago we, meaning Georgia fans and others, were promoting, there is no geographic reason why Missouri should be in the Missouri should be in the SEC now the SEC has the most geographic and uh, coherent right. conference right and which is crazy uh, for which now. is crazy for now no 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 for now I'm, I'm saying I'm not, I don't mean to criticize the SEC I'm just saying that yeah for now hell for now right. um, I mean I think I think you're right I, there are I think you you bring up a point that is is probably not quite right to talk about that I'm just going to throw out there I think if you want to save college football as it, however you want to think of college football as, you are probably you are probably staring at some way, shape, form, or fashion where the the schools, because I don't know if you can count on the conferences to do it anymore. The schools decide that they are going to separate the the at the collegiate athletics part of football from the rest of the sports. Um, and and uh, does that mean there's a Super League? Probably, because they're still going to want to get after the money. But you are also in a... Like, FSU's talking about private equity. Talking yeah. about private equity. Oh because that's God. always fixed stuff. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, no long-term issues yeah. with, like, loading, getting private equity loading up debt and being part of and, and running your program. Yeah. I, I, know, I know you know that real well. Yeah. Dead Spin wrote a piece about how, uh, why would you watch the stupid Little League World Series? Those kids are idiots and you're dumb for watching it. So this is what private equity can do uh, for you. Um, so, yeah, that's bad. And... The like that's the problem is the problem is a stuff like that like to compete everything becomes like we all understand sports is run by money mm-hmm. everything's yeah. run by money. I get yeah. this I understand that but would like that was my big red flag like wait they're gonna let because you'll see, see teams start doing that right they'll like they'll load up on debt and they'll try to get in and like private like if Florida State is talking about getting investment from private equity but Rutgers is still in the hole oh my. God, I know Rucker <laughs> exactly, and so like the notion so, in, in, in a hole, in a hole, actual hole. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of a mean thing to say about Piscataway. Um, that might be the nice thing somebody said about yeah, Piscataway. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, but like that's the thing is, they're never minding that like the idea that financially in the mid to long term, this is the right play anyway. I think it's still very much up in the air. I think it is short term whippets of money, right? It's like, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah, God, that's, that's what it is. Like, you know, it's, it's, you, 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 uh, you get a really great high, but boy, did you just kill a lot of brain cells really fast. Um, and, but I would argue the larger, more perilous thing, cause you figure like they'll figure out the money somewhat. Eventually you can make the sport unrecognizable. Yeah, of course. And yeah. that's what, like, that's the problem. That to me is the problem. It's like, what are we even playing for anymore at a certain level? That's the worry. The, the, the experience of going to the game will always be great, will always be fun. But, like, this is what, like, 
people act like this is like a mushy, sentimental argument. Like, well, what, the, college football is about tradition. But like, yes, it actually, yeah, college yes. football is about tradition. Otherwise, like, uh, other, like, listen, I love Georgia football. They're my pick to win the national championship this year. Spoiler alert: uh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, who are going to be the worst team in the NFL this year, if they play the Georgia Bulldogs, they would destroy them. Arizona would destroy the Georgia Bulldogs because one is a professional team of NFL players, and one, it is a minor league. Let's not kid ourselves. If we're going to be cold-hearted and just look at this as a television package and an entertainment package and forget everything, all the other stuff and just say, no, forget your tradition, man. Like This is all about selling, moving product and so on. Fine. Just reminding you, this is in fact minor league football. Now, it's obviously much more than minor league football. That's why we get so excited about it. I like it more than major league football. Like I like it more than the NFL yeah. in, in almost every possible way. But let's not kid ourselves. The product itself relies on this tradition, relies on these rivalries, relies on knowing what you're playing for, knowing what you're cheering for, knowing who, like, for crying out loud, how much, I've been here for 10 years. I can't believe how much I hate Auburn. Like, it's shocking to me how much I hate Auburn, a school I had not thought more than once about uh, 11 years ago. First off, you should not be surprised how much you hate Auburn. (laughs) I just made like, tell like 2011 Will (laughs) how many thoughts he has about Hugh Freeze. It's amazing. (laughs) And because that's what you do. That's what this is. And so the idea to separate that out and say, no, that doesn't matter. People, People just want television inventory. It doesn't matter if... Uh, if if Texas and uh, you know if uh, if Kansas forget Kansas Missouri or West Virginia or whatever big rival we're not having anymore if if or Washington's not playing USC anymore whatever or the Apple th- Cup yeah, in yeah. Uh, Washington yes exactly. well so there's there's two there's two points about that first off you made the statement earlier it's like yeah of course I'll go watch Illinois play Oregon yeah um so there is an argument for having conferences that big I mean we, there is a running joke part of our brand is Georgia's never going to go to College Station and play Texas A and M. On some level, I'm almost okay with that now. If we, if that means we continue to play teams, except for maybe South Carolina, that we have played, right? Because the the novelty of, of Illinois playing Oregon will wear off when it's no longer a helmet game, right? right. Because the reason – the, it's a novelty, right? The reason it's interesting – because it can't be traditional, right. at least for another 45 years, and they're going to – Screw that up before then. You eventually run out of novelties. You run out of novelties. And the other thing is, and this is a, I'm trying to think of the right way of saying this. I mean, to be perfectly honest, you can, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State can still play football. Missouri and Kansas can still play football. They just decided not to, right? And that's not, that's neither here nor there. And those, those are also decisions made by those programs. But it looks like Washington and Washington State are still going to play. Oregon Oregon State are still going to play. Um, which, for now, unless for, the Big Ten decides. Sure. Like, there, sure. there are already Big Ten coaches saying, we can see this to where we're only playing Big Ten teams from now. Like, you've, there are Big Ten coaches And that's on the all record. together. That's all together. And that's where I was going with this. Yeah. It's like, there does come a point. Because there are, what, 16 teams now in the Big 16? By the way, teams. our official, our, we're not calling it the Big Ten. By the way, if we're going to call the, the Braves the smarter Braves, we're calling them the Big 18. Yeah. And um, <laughs> if they, that's uh, okay. I don't mind. <laughs> I, I know. I know. But, you know, whatever. whatever if I can get you to call them the smarter Braves, I'm so for calling them the Big 18. I, I tell you what, we'll, if we do that, we're calling them the Richland Buffaloes. <laughs> uh, Bills. So, um, uh, but the, but the, the reality is, the reality is, is like that may be where this is going, right? You, I mean, 
But who, you have like, a 12 game who, schedule. Who wants that? Nobody. And that's nobody. the problem. Well, I take that back. There, no, I say nobody. The reality is, given the choice between MOAR money and losing, um, uh, losing uh, what's the Louisville Indiana playing right. football, which is a is a neutral site game. Right. And th- by the way, those two programs are only about uh, what 120 miles from each other. They hate each other. Um, because of basketball, strangely yeah. enough. Um, but you lose that, and most people are going to shrug. But you know, you lose George or Sack. Yeah, well, right? that, that's and, a- and I know, I know some of you listening. I'm looking straight at my microphone, and now you can see that. Some of you don't care about that. Yeah. I think that makes I think that makes a lot of what we love about college football just a lot less rich. Yeah, and also financially speaking, let's also not forget that like the notion that the business model for like the most of the business model for college athletics and television is going huh. to stay like this is yeah. ludicrous. Like there's, there's very much a, Hey, get, get what you can before this whole thing implodes right now. Like ESPN is, you see what ESPN's like ESPN laid off David Pollack. They lay off, they're laying off, they're laying off Mark Jackson. They're like ESPN is in serious financial trouble. And a lot, and a lot, and like the notion that like right now, because of the way of consumer habits on television, Sports are unusually powerful, but that's also also starting to fade now because more and more people are coming to court. ESPN's now gone. The one of the, re- the reason we talked about this last week, the reason that ESPN has been laying these people off is because for years and years and years, my friend my friend Aileen, who doesn't even like sports, has been paying ESPN eight dollars every month. That's not working anymore, and so now they, they got to charge people like us what twenty five or whatever it is going to be, and they're going to lose money. It's just going to be for fans, and so the point is the idea that like they're getting this money now, but the idea that this money is going to be there again in, when these deals are up in six years or seven years is very much up in the question. But I still want college football to be going on in seven years, and so my fear is in ten years we're going to look up this financial model has not worked, and we moved all this stuff around. And we're like, wait, so now we don't even have a good financial model anymore. And it's Maryland and Oregon. Uh, and, and like that's – that is – and that will make fans be like, what the hell are we even doing here? Like what are we even watching? Yeah. And that well, is the – well, well, on some level, and I, I would I want to say something – well, two, two things. One, the um, a lot of people – are derisively marking George Klayovkov for the Apple deal. That might be the baseline deal in 10 years. No, without question. Right, that might be the baseline deal. I mean, the numbers are probably going to be different because I think a lot more people And it might be Apple TV. It might be... whatever it is. It might be uh, being AI network stick or something. Whatever it is. But like, whatever it is. But like, I think you're right. Yeah. And I think that deal is a smart... That deal is the sort of deals that you're going to see moving forward for all sports, for this possible exception of the NFL. Yeah. And because the NFL can eat everything. And probably eventually the NFL, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I, yeah. I mean, the NFL will just make its own. Like, yeah. It, it will be, yeah. Well, they have their own network. Yeah. So. The NFL can have its own stick. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I think, I think that's right. And I think that's the worry. Is we're, Literally, we're, we're doing this money for money now. That's right. not guaranteed to be there in 10 years. But we're making changes that will be there in 10 years. And that's the concern. And then the other part of that is the Oregon-Maryland thing made me think of what NASCAR, the bet NASCAR made in the late aughts, early teens is that, you know, we really, really, really can like make our sport better by 
having 27 of our 28 of our 36 races on exactly the same track, but just different places around the United States. Um, and on top of that, we also will make all of our drivers and teams and everything is anodyne, right? F1 works overseas because um, there are six teams, yeah. right? And so if you want to think, if you, literally, if you want to think about where this is going, apply basically NASCAR, and boxing is not a terrible analogy either, mm-hmm. even though NASCAR had strong central leadership. They just bet wrong. Yeah. NASCAR, 12 or 15 years ago, and F1, 35 years ago, where only the richest of teams basically formed a cartel to say, we're perfectly fine only having uh, 18 cars or how many cars there are on every grid because we're part of the 18. Um, and that is not, un- it's not unreasonable to see that before my natural life is over and I'm 55, that that is a thing. Now, we are Georgia fans and we can rest fairly assured right now. I'll touch on that in a second too. Yeah, right. And we can rest fairly assured right now that we are going to be a half. Mm-hmm. And there's... And I, I think that. I mean, would I think Illinois fan feels like they're going to be a half. Like I think you were, they're in. Like uh, Northwestern fan, maybe. Northwestern fan needs to be honest. <laughs> uh, but you know, and but I think we were that. And I'm glad you brought up Illinois because we were that before. We were that before this run. Yeah. Um, yes. Because exactly. because resources, right? We exactly. have resources. We draw eyeballs. Uh, we're in a super population heavy place. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of different reasons. Um, I'll be honest. I I I am very clear about where I stand on this. I love the SEC and hate all the teams in it. But Georgia, um, I am a I modestly follow uh, Illinois because of my time there and because of our friend Will. I um, there are other teams I have some affection for. There are teams I desperately hate. But I think my enjoyment of college football will be a lot less if I don't have. The random crazy ass ten thirty Oregon State versus Washington game, yeah. and it, because I don't care about either of those teams very much, but the fact that you know a plucky little team from the mountains of Western Oregon have, have gone into Husky Stadium, a place that's notoriously hard to play, and are beating Washington, whatever, or for that matter, I'm, I, I mean, some of you will remember this. Virginia Tech playing Ohio State and beating them. Oregon beating Ohio State. Right? I mean, there are... And you'll have less of that. You'll have less of it. Oh, by the way, the next step of this, and everybody said it, and I'll say it too, the next step of this is 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 not um, is not realignment. It's contraction. The next step of this is contraction. And, and Will brought up Northwestern. Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers, Vanderbilt. definitely. Vanderbilt, yeah. probably... They don't even uh, have a stadium to play in. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're going to be playing in a high school stadium. Vanderbilt? Yes, their stadium reconstruction is not finished. They're they're playing week zero. They're going to be playing week zero in a high school stadium and maybe longer. Wow. Goodness gracious. Wow. So, yeah, your point is made. But but places about, I mean, Rutgers, Northwestern, um, I mean, they're going the way of the University of Chicago. And that's, and some of you are like, well, that's fine. And probably Mississippi State. I mean, there's no guarantee. Well, see, that's the problem. That to me is like, 
this is this is the old like uh, first they came for so and so and I said right nothing, yeah and eventually they come for you and I don't think that Georgia is in danger of this I think I don't think Illinois is in danger of this I think Illinois would be in danger before that Georgia would but like I think most teams would be in danger before Georgia would but doesn't mean they have to kick Georgia out of the SEC, but it can certainly, like, hey, sorry, you don't, uh, I know you love that Auburn game, but sorry, we have four other things that go Are you talking like TV executive man? Yeah, just like, like. By the way, who's actually in control now? No, I have no idea. No. TV executive means yeah. control. And like well, their money. Yeah, and, and eventually, who knows? It's a private equity. Like, who knows? Like, not that those corporations are, like, totally stable all the time either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, 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 this is the problem. This goes back full circle to my thing. If you do not have someone in charge with the best interest of your sport or even just your overarching financial machine in – if you have someone that has that best interest in mind, you're just going to have a bunch of people acting in their own interests rationally and it's going to blow up everything. In their own short-term, generally yes. short-term yes. interests. Yes. And the last thing I want to do is a, talk about this is a practical thing. I know we're all excited about all of the great games. There's going to be more games. There'll be fewer buy-in games and so on. It is more exciting. Theoretically, uh, you are talking to a huge college basketball fan. One of the yeah. problems of college basketball, and I love college. I watch college basketball from the first game. I watch all the. I watch the, the. I will watch Illinois play Eastern Illinois in the opening game and watch Georgia play Winthrop, and I'll love it. Like I watch all of them all the time. I love college basketball. Most people are not like that with college basketball. Most people in college basketball recognize the regular season doesn't really matter. Just do well enough to get in the tournament, but it doesn't really matter, and then they all pay attention for the tournament. We are getting ourselves to a situation, particularly if they drop out now the Pac-12's out, they're going to have to reconvene how they do playoffs. You know, change the playoffs because there's going to be five conference champions. Don't need to do that now. Eventually, you can certainly see to the point where like, you know what? You're each, uh, your, your two conference champions get and everything else is like wild cards and a committee just like picking. Like why would they, I'm assuming they're not picking a group of five team anymore. Probably not. And so basically, we're going to have a point where a team is with a tougher schedules and more people in the playoffs and all being consolidated in big conferences, we're going to have a team that's like eight and four make the playoff. Yeah. And deserve to make the playoff. But schedule. But when you do that, regular season games just start mattering so less. Like think about last year. Think like, uh, look at that Missouri game. How much we sweated that Missouri game. If we knew Georgia could go a nine and three and still make the playoff, who would have cared about that game? Like it would have been disappointing and frustrating. But like the fun of so much of the fun of the regular season of college football is every game matters so much. If you have multiple eight and four teams getting in, how how excited are you for these big games that happen in the regular season? Even if it is against a rival, like like these. One of the great things about college football is one loss can wreck you. It might not, but it can. And that will stop being the case if everything is consolidated and thought of in that way. And, and, and I, the thing I liked about the way they were doing the playoff is you have five champions, group of five. There's six teams right there. You got six wildcard spots. That's not very many for like all of college football to be able to do that. Now everything's going to be a wildcard. We will see an eight and four, maybe even seven and five team make the playoffs, which turns it into the NFL, which turns it into the Falcons lost this week. It's fine. That's all right. We got eight, we got all these other games to go. And that to me is not what college football is supposed to be about. Yeah. It's kind of, well, I mean the, the MLB plays 162 games, but the other, the, over the weekend I was watching the Braves and the Cubs. They won Friday and then they lost Saturday and Sunday and then they lost the Pirates on Monday. And I'm kind of like, oh, that stinks, but there's still 30 games or 511 <laughs> games up. <laughs> right. 
big deal. Yeah. You know, but so. that's the fun of baseball. Like baseball is just like like it's if you lose, it, play tomorrow. It's no big deal. Right. College football is not like right. this. College football, like, every game is supposed to. I end. like the anxiety, of course, of Tony texting me when it's in the second quarter and George is down in Missouri <laughs> and he's or or the Ohio State text. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're like we're done. We're not going to win yeah. this game. We are going to lose. And then the comeback. And of course, that was a playoff game. But still, you know, it's that. You're right. I mean, it's that do or die. It's the 2019 South Carolina game that Georgia lost that you just are crushed. And you can't even bear to read an article yeah. the next day. But you're right because you wouldn't feel that way. You'd be like, oh, it's, it's fine. You'd That's explain right. we, to your kids, uh, oh, we're fine. Bracketology still has us 11. Mm-hmm. So we're totally fine. And like that is... I don't know if that's a good place to be. I don't want to be there. Yeah, I don't know. If the, and that to me is, that, again, getting back to the overarching issue, the person that people that are making the decisions about this are not people that think of it that way. They're thinking of it as like, yeah, but like Auburn, uh, uh, like UCLA, USC gets great TV ratings. Yeah. Uh, that's they, all they're, they're thinking. They're in Los Angeles. Yeah. There's a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. So yeah. are you saying, who are these, and you, you might have already answered the TV execs, but still, who are these faceless people that are deciding how much or how little I'll enjoy college football. They're executive at Fox and they're executive at ESPN. It's yeah. really that simple. It's, but you'd think that there's smart, there, there really are a lot of smart people at Georgia and Alabama and Texas and USC that are in charge or have a lot of, you know, power. But it, here's the problem. Those people won't be there 10 years from now. They're getting their money now. They're getting their money now. And the same thing, I'm like, listen, Fox literally sits, Fox literally has a TV executive sitting in, and advising on Big Ten TV negotiations. They're part owner of the Big Ten network. Yeah. So like they're invested in the Big Ten yeah. generally, and the Big Ten has to listen to them. And I think right. that's and that's the problem is that like, listen, I've worked, I work in media. I see media big swinging dick media executives come in, like, here's what we're gonna do, and then they're freaking gone in five years off to ruin something else. <laughs> and like you, this is what you see. And like, so yeah, that is it is uh it, that that to me is the most worrisome part is Listen, the game next. Listen, next year SEC schedule is going to be awesome. Next year's Big Ten, like there's going to be some good games, but that is a sh- that's whippets. Those are short term hits. That's such a great. Oh God, <laughs> what a great analogy. <laughs> and uh, like they're short term exciting hits, but eventually you're gonna have all your brain cells are going to be gone, and you're going to be like, what the hell is this sport? Like, what the hell is? This? We're going to look at the schedule and we're like, what is this? Like, why are like what? And it, it is. I don't know. I just I don't. It's trouble. It's legitimately worrisome. Not first for college football, but for all college sports because it's not like it's. And, 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 and listen, I don't think it's going to run out of money. I don't think people. Are gonna, I don't think people are going to. But I do think that eventually we are going to watch these forever. We're going to be watching this game forever, even if we're having less fun or mm-hmm. like, oh, I missed this thing. We're still going to watch them. It's the casual people. Yeah. Those are the people that you're going to lose. Yeah. You're going to lose the people like, wait, Duke is in the SEC or whatever, yeah. whatever thing. To, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pay twenty nine dollars a month to watch Georgia. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But like our, yeah, but our regular people, like that's that's what I'm saying is that like the short term hits are missing. Like I listen, we love to make fun of casual fans. There's nothing, nothing I enjoy more than having someone that knows nothing about football kind of be like, oh, so like Georgia, they're good, right? Like it's always kind of fun. We all feel kind of smug because we waste so much of our lives thinking about about all of these things. But like those are the people. That's where the money comes. Look, look at golf. Look how golf's doing. When no one's if Tiger doesn't play, people don't watch. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm not saying that's fair. Or that's right. But like it's and I know that's that's an over. I think that forced the hand of that controversial. You know, alliance with the Live Tour yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of months ago is because yeah. CBS was 
not getting the ratings that they wanted because DeChambeau and Kepka just and a bunch Cam of Smith Bryson. left. <laughs> Bryson and Brian yeah, and Dylan. So. <laughs> we will not take Brian Horman slander on this. I'm not thing. saying. I'm just yeah. saying they um, all look this like they're all they're all they're all wearing <laughs> the same shirts and the same khakis. Um, but it was, so yeah, so I think that like you know I think that's and then TV executives run this stuff. But, but the thing to remember is that TV executives will not always have this much power because this is a specific thing to this specific moment oh, yeah. of how of how the media industry is running mm-hmm. right now. And there and the problem is I think college football could college sports could ultimately get more healthy down the line once they wean themselves off of this TV money and get back to the world of. Of you know, like of not, not pouring, not, just not pouring everything in mm-hmm. to whatever some dude in executive boardroom in uh, in in Los Angeles or New York decides that they want. The problem is by then we've already changed everything. Yeah, like that's the problem. We've already done it. You can't put it back. So can we trace this back to a, a seminal moment? Was it? As I read somewhere on Twitter that they that people are blaming Texas and the Longhorn Network for yeah. this kind of setting this in motion. Can you trace it back? To I mean, what I think, was the first stone that I, that moved I to think, start this landslide? Because some people want to go all the way back to like Penn State going to Big. I think that's silly. I think that like um, or or even Maryland or Missouri and Texas A and M or yeah. Maryland and I to me it's actually I mean partly but I actually think the real problem was the Pac twelve network. The Pac twelve well, yeah that, that created the instability huge problem because like that made like they lost like that made them obviously very weak. And may and in existing in a structure where Brett Yormark is like, I remember ten years ago we worried about the Big Twelve. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not losing. Four years ago, yeah, I'm not losing. Uh, I, uh, they're weak. They'll come to me. Yeah. That's a better deal. Would people liked the deal at the time? Yeah. People liked the deal. At the oh time. yeah, Wait, the the Pac the Pac twelve yeah. deal was the richest contract yeah. in TV contract in football. So uh, in 2011, yeah. or is it the ACC grant rights? Is it grant of rights? I think the ACC. Because nobody, everybody's like stuck in the mud there. Yeah, I think they, I th- they uh, the ACC probably said played their hand because it looked like they needed to. But I mean, look, it, it, this is a, I mean, there are people that say the College Football Association, UGA versus, UGA and Oklahoma versus NCAA is the, that caused this. And the reality is, is like, we don't have all the games on TV without that case being mm-hmm. decided. And uh, and you could say, well, it's Sankey creating the the first uh, uh, conference championship game. Well, I mean, I think every every somebody was going to figure that out. This Georgia's just feels more recent than that. Uh, you know? Yeah. So I think Will's probably right. It is the there was a little bit of detente because each of the conferences were able to stand generally on their own, right? Because I mean, you keep in mind the Pac-12. Came pretty close, if you believe some reporting, to having Oklahoma and Texas join the Pac-12 12 years ago. Which I always thought made sense. A little bit, yeah. 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 So that created instability. I mean, I guess it was 14 years ago. Because I remember going to Columbia, Missouri. I was at the University of Illinois. Mm -hmm. And we went to Columbia, Missouri because we had a group of law schools from that area that got together every year. And I was sitting at Shakespeare's in Columbia. And uh, like the person from Kansas... And the person from Missouri 
and um, someone else from another school that was also a Missouri mm-hmm. fan, they were lamenting. They're like, I guess we're just going to the Mountain West now, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. And I mean, of course, at that point, it, it, the thought of Missouri being the SEC was crazy. The, the thought we of, thought Missouri was screwed, right? And then well, they went to you guys. And, were and like, Kansas, wow, how did they pull that off? And Kansas, yeah. right? I mean, because you know, people. Uh, of of the Big Twelve, if you're talking about non football property, Kansas is, is probably the most valuable one, right? Just because of their extraordinarily long history in men's college basketball. I mean, they invented the game there, right? They invented the game. Well, not to undersell it, um, but the 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 reality is, it's like it's a it's a it's a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. It's just a thousand paper cuts. All of them being inflicted in the um in the name of. You know, protecting our protecting ourselves, um, because it is yeah, it really is almost a tragedy. The tragedy of the greens, and like there was no one don't. person to be like, "Sorry, you can't do that." Right? Well, not even can't do that, guys. Think about there's it. There's something right. bigger right. here right. that right. we need to think about. Um, I believe you mean the Yankees would love to eat the Marlins. They would love to eat all these small. They would love to do it. Right. Like if the Yankees could raid and take the best, like get, get rid of four teams and have it all, they would, but they can't. Because- oh, Major League Baseball could contract by four teams. Yeah. Uh, almost all the teams would vote for that. Right. Yeah. So, but, um, except they're going to expand. So. Except they're going to expand. Um, so that is. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so, so college football, again, another thing about this. There, like there is actual like we are th- less than three weeks away from our yeah, first football just, game. God, this is all timing. So dumb. Everyone's talking about. Yeah. So dumb. Um, yeah, so you know, we, we I mean, Vanderbilt's got a game at a high school gym in like uh, guys, uh, like 45 days, yes, yeah, yeah. So that that brings up maybe the, the last point to make here is like, there's no way this would happen in the NFL, and I don't even mean because they have a thing, it's like, there's no way they would let this dominate the news cycle two and a half weeks before yeah. the start of the season, right? We should be talking about how awesome it is FSU and LSU are playing, yeah. we should be talking about. How, you know, is it Carson Beck or is it whatever? Uh, or, you know, Brock Randegriff or, 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 you know, or the national media should be talking about that, for heaven's sakes. Um, we, it said, we're, we, a George football podcast, has spent 30 minutes talking about, you know, Oregon, Illinois playing football. And we'd be foolish not to. And we'd be foolish not to. So, yeah, so I hope you'll give us a little grace on that. Uh, we, uh, this, of course, is our national preview, but... It it would be foolish for us not to. Add it was weird for me. It. I sat down uh, my every year before the season starts. Uh, I have like word files of the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten schedule, SEC schedule, Illinois schedule, and Georgia schedule. And I update throughout the year with the wins and their standings and so on. I just I've been doing it on my word on word for thirty years in the Big Ten and now ten years in the SEC. And I, now William does it with me, and so he reads off the schedule to me, and I type it in, and we do it together. And it was just weird being like, oh, well, there's a matchup that uh, is good. Like, it felt like it feels like the this year kind of feels as a good segue into what we're talking about. It kind of feels like a little bit of the end of history. Like it's weird to go through these games and be like, right. Like I think there's a non. I think Texas has a non-conference game. Someone has a non-conference game against a team that they're in a conference with next year. I think. Oh maybe, no, yeah. yeah, Washington, Washington, Washington yeah. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. 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 like Washington, yeah. So like, like that, and so and listen, that would have happened if Georgia would have played Oklahoma, right? Like, there is a sense that, and this is also before the playoff, right? So this year feels like the. It's another reason, by the way, Georgia should probably just go ahead and win the national championship this year get while they can and get that third because it's going to be that much harder to do in in so many for so many reasons. Um, it feels like the last time that college football looks the way that we have, at least similar to the way that we've gotten used to it looking in every possible way, not just conferences, but playoff 
and and just all of it. So, I mean, the, and the Big Ten had already announced its schedule for 2024, and now they have to redo it because <laughs> they have two more teams. So it just, shows just you how, funny, guys. Just shows you how much this was all how well thought out all of this was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that that's what I find myself when I look through all this stuff. Never mind that it's just kind of sad to look at the Pac-12. It's just kind of weird to preview the Pac-12. It feels a little bit like like. Uh, like asking the guy in the hangman's noose, uh, what's gonna ha- what's, uh, like what he's gonna have for dinner? <laughs> like it's really important for me to know what you're gonna have. Like, yeah. like it's over, you know. And and uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird to look at the season because I I find myself kind of wistful about it because it does feel like the last time it's gonna look like this for like a lot, like ever. Yeah. So woo, football. So in honor of the Big Ten, why don't we start there? Um, so our so just so y'all understand. Also, our, last year the Big Ten East and Big Ten West. Yeah, last the last yeah. year of that last year last year. Although who knows what they're going to come up with? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I they should to. go with leaders and legends. Right is what they should right. do. Well, they uh, have remember, to give. Listen, remember it was going to be the Schimbeckler division. Oh God, and the Paterno division. Think about that, guys. Think Put about that how, how about the bullet they avoided the dodge on that one. Right. <laughs> um, so, and just this is the last thing about consolidation or whatever you want to talk about. Uh, I I can't take credit for this. Our friend Tiffany came up with this because we're sitting together talking about this uh, when the ACC was having discussions about Adam Cal and Sanford. She's like, well, they'll definitely be in the Coastal Division. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just deadpan it because that's who she is. Um, so, let's talk for a, a... So, just so y'all know where we're going with this, we're going to talk about each of the major conferences and some some group of five stuff, whatever that is now. Uh, it's the same right now, but it will be different going forward. Um, but, so the Big Ten. Um, so, let me, let, me, let me frame this by saying... Uh, there is a lot of Penn State hype. A lot of Penn State hype. Because they have a quarterback. People they have like a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, right. They're, they're, the, uh, they're the actually the team in the East, which is the power division there, that has uh, a quarterback this back because Ohio State and Michigan both have the same quarterback. Uh, new quarterbacks, I should say. Um, I am not willing to call them... Look, I, I think that those will definitely be the top three teams again. Uh, I, I'm glad Mel Tucker got his bag when he did. Whew, boy, uh, that situation is looking bad. It's not great. It's not great. Um, but having said all of that, it is. I, I, I guess I have to say Michigan is still the best team in that division, um, even though, um, you know, I mean, is it? So let me let me let me ask you a question. Is it to say, safe to say that Jim Harbaugh is their version of Mark Richt? And when I say that, I don't – well, first off, Mark Richt would never lie to the NCAA, uh, and certainly not over cheeseburgers. But um, also, when I say that, it's like a good coach that gets them really close but not all the way. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they should still be upset about that TCU, TCU loss, man. Like, they – that was – and. Listen, they don't have a beat TCU uh, practice session. <laughs> I, f- I find it interesting that basically people just whoever they predict to win the to win the Big Ten East is just whoever happens to be hosting the game, the big game. <laughs> and this year it's Michigan this year, and so yeah. that people are picking Michigan. I still think they're both better than Penn State. People are excited about Penn State, but like I I I think Michigan, I agree. By the way, yeah, Michigan has leveled up in a way, and Ohio State is always really good. So yeah. the real question is who are they? Who is whoever gets out of that maelstrom? And I'm picking Ohio State, by the way. I feel like uh, I feel like the I, I I I'm liking Michigan State this year, and it's funny like Michigan is I mean if Michigan is mo- Michigan has modeled themselves after anyone, 
they bond themselves after Georgia. Like that's who Michigan is trying to be. Like that Michigan, Ohio State is not constructed the way that Georgia is. Michigan is constructed the way that Georgia is. I and but when you think about teams that are mad about losing last year, I hear a lot of like Michigan wants to get back after that tough loss to TCU. They feel like this is the year they have some some ghosts to hunt down. If anybody that's Ohio State, like Ohio State should feel worse about their loss to Georgia than Michigan should feel about the loss to TCU. Ohio State, I mean, we can say this now. Ohio State probably should have won that game. <laughs> so, like, they, I mean, they didn't. If they only had Marvin Harrison Jr. to play defense in the fourth quarter. I th- I'm just saying that, like... No, I'm, I, I hear you. You know I, what I'm saying. That's not, a, that's not unfair. I mean, I think... I think because Scott continually brings up what I talked about, uh, texted with you all about during the Peach Bowl, um, I obviously thought Georgia was going to lose that game. Ohio State I, had a better chance to win that game than Michigan had a good chance to beat TCU. That's, that's probably right, especially well, as didn't a game. they have two fourteen-point leads? Yes, yes. And blew? and had the best kicker but, in the world. But remember, uh, set up for remember, a, Stetson cannot bring a team back. Um, so soon having, to be backup Rams quarterback says a bit. People yes, are happy. Yes. People are liking him. He looks good on uh, the highlights that I People see. People are liking him. It's People crazy, are liking him. Right? That would be. I'm sorry, by the way. If he like if he turns out oh, yeah. to be an awesome NFL quarterback, my God, that like it's it's haters. He's like hate. he's like Brady, but interesting. Haters don't hate. <laughs> that um, would be incredible. That's something to watch throughout the years. If well, I mean, definitely preseason. I mean, right. I don't usually tune into preseason NFL football. But. He's on the right team. He's yeah. on the right team. He's got the right coach. Yeah. yeah, that's probably right. I am. I'm. Look, I'm willing to say. I am willing to say that. I probably believe in Michigan a touch more right now, um, but not so much. I'm putting money on it, right? So, but if you had to, if you had to put me in the corner and say. Pick which team between Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State is going to win the East, and ergo the uh, the Big Ten is going to be Michigan. That's where I stand today because the game is in in our arbor. Definitely a noon kickoff because they don't play at night. Yeah, um, and, and, and the West is it's Illinois, right? It's got. I mean, there it, there is. Speaking of the end of history, like this is the <laughs> last time that I mean, we. I think the Big Ten West has never won the Big Ten championship game ever. Really. And no, Wisconsin won it, right? I don't. Hold on, so. Chad, check that. Go ahead and vamp. They may have won. I don't think so. That's been years if they have won. I'm just shocked that I just found out that Illinois is in the Big Ten West. Oh yeah, that's the I only had, reason I would not have been able. Illinois to should have made the Big Ten championship game last year. They lost to freaking Mel Tucker in Michigan State in like the worst game. Is of that the, the year. only game that kept them out? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that was not great. And they lost at home. Michigan State was reeling. It was just a bad game. I mean, Illinois was like, they just needed to have been basically one of those games before Northwestern and did not. I, so, just so everyone understands, the West won the first two. It was mm-hmm. Wisconsin, 11 and 12. Um, uh, won with Russell Wilson as quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, our friend Bert mm-hmm. is the only West coach to win a. Big Ten championship. Let's, 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 let's repeat history in the last Big Ten championship game this year. God, that would be amazing, um, right? But that's it. They won the first two, they won since, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, that, I mean, that's that, and that's going to be completely... Like, the Big Ten championship now is going to be like the Big 12 championship. It's just going to be the top two teams. Like, it's very... Talk about another thing that's going to be kind of a bummer. It's also possible the, the big game every year now is going to be... Playing like, twice in Like, when you rest everybody because you're balancing to... Because you know you're going to play them again next week. That's a huge bummer. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, you've seen that in like Conference USA yeah. or something before. We've like, seen the Big Twelve before, I think. I've seen the Big. What's well, coming for Georgia next year? Yeah. So yeah, so like, which is yeah, which is a, but I mean, like the imbalance is much more dramatic in the Big Ten East and the Big Ten West. Mm-hmm. Like it's a huge. Like there's like look at the Big Ten West, and they're going to be adding UCLA. We have it like the, the, look at the teams of Big Ten West now: Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska, Purdue, or Northwestern. Is there any of them that is any less than a seventeen-point underdog to Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State? Like they're not, and like that. And one of those teams is going to play the Big Ten championship game. So that's the hope for Illinois this year. Is I think Illinois is good this year. I think uh, you know the quarterback is uh, Luke Altmyer, former uh, Mississippi quarterback. Yeah, Luke Altmyer. So. So let me ask you, I guess, a pretty quick question about this. If you had to say uh, that Brian Ferens is fired or definitely fired after the season, keeping in mind Gary Barta is leaving, yes. What do you think? I think I think he will be bought out, which is to say, I think they'll get the points. Uh, as Sol- as Sol- what's the thing? Twenty three points. They have to average twenty three points. Twenty five points a game. As someone's pointed out, they play Western Michigan, who has like one of the worst defense. They're going to try to score like seventy-seven points, so they can get shut out against against Wisconsin and not sweat it. Uh, which is so anyway. Yeah, but my prediction for that, I'm going in it. I'm all in for it. I'm saying Ohio State over Illinois in the Big Ten. I'm I, I'm going to say Michigan versus Illinois. By the way, Scott, uh, love Scott, it. Scott, where are you? I'm I'm right here. I'm to your right. Okay, I know. what cool. are you predicting? Yeah. I'm I'm going to be kind of different because I see that Penn State's ranked in the top ten. I like James Franklin. I think that the four game suspension for um, Harbaugh is going to just kind of impact their season negatively. And I am sick of Ryan Day and all of the Ohio State people online. So I'm going to pick uh, Penn State winning. Uh, it's sure we'll do it over uh, Illinois. Penn State. Love over it. Illinois. Look at look at that. Yeah. So so just the so everyone knows. Thing. Everyone who knows. We did not talk about this beforehand. We are picking Illinois of our own volition. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say Nebraska's not bad, guys. Just telling you. I will be at Jim Harbaugh's first game back coaching. Uh, uh, oh, you're going to Nebraska? I'm going to the Nebraska game. Wow, that's awesome. So, so where are we going next? ACC, maybe? Let's go ACC. Since that's probably the... That's probably the one. So are we talking about Or should we just do Big or, 12 just to get it over? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So do, do, do Pac-12 and Big 12 because you just don't care as much about I th- them. I think we should do Pac-12 last. Okay. Yeah, just, just yeah, out of Let's do ACC. for the nearly dead. All right. Let's do ACC. And the ACC now because our respect for almost nearly the dead. The real question is, is, I mean, this is the bottom line game we have to play with college football now. Uh, is there a team going to make the playoff? Or otherwise, why do we care? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's honestly where it's kind of come. So, do we think Clemson or Florida State? I can't imagine anybody else coming out here and making the playoff. Uh, Clemson or Florida State? Do we think either one of the teams? Can the make? last time I saw Clemson play, they were getting beat by South Carolina on their own field. Um, I do like Cade. So was Tennessee. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah was, I do like I, I do like Kublik, uh, their 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 quarterback that usurped uh, DJ. Uangalele. Didn't he get drafted by MLB? He now plays for he, he Oregon. Me, he, but I don't think he's playing baseball. Though. Okay, okay. But he, I, he did get drafted. Okay. He was at Oregon, right? Yeah, he was at Oregon State or something Oregon like that. Oregon State. Yeah. There you go. So, um, yeah, I, I would think – I think Clemson's really – you know, Florida State's done a face plant ever since they did the whole thing where they tried to get Miami and Florida State in the game, in the championship game every year that's never happened. Um, I'm not a big fan of Mike Norvell. Um, I've, I've seen some some things about him on Twitter this week. Uh, not in a great light. Uh, I know they just flipped one of Georgia's um, you know top recruits out of Buford, but you know signing day is not till December. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that months, that could be flipped back. 
Um, yeah, I think I think Clemson's. The we don't team even to know beat. their money's good. No, that's right. That's right. I mean, the NIL stuff might fall through for They're whatever. Private <laughs> equity money. You know how Peter Thiel and them are. Yeah, I'm going to go with Clemson. I don't even want to really talk about the ACC. Uh, we'll talk about Tech and their new stadium uh, deal uh, later. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I just don't care. ACC is just so boring to me. So, truth question: How many times has how, uh, how many times has Clemson beat Florida State in a row? In a row? In a row? Never. Say, I don't know. Uh, six, seven. If you seven. seven in a row. Really? So, Florida's pretty pretty big words for Florida State to start. Uh, that used to be the Bowden Bowl. Yeah, and now they've won five in a row, seven. In a row. <laughs> and also, Clemson has like not been impressive the last no, couple no, of years. They're so not. Like, they're not great. I mean, it's by default. Fine. I mean, because NC State will have a moment or two, yeah. but then. They have to go. To, I think I read it last time. We they're they're going to some weird road game. They could lose that they shouldn't have scheduled. Um, there's really nobody. Mac Brown will have to catch a plane. He won't he won't face any kind of uh, criticism for that. And Clemson will beat them if they play. Um, tech is the non factor. You want to talk I mean, about Tech for, just just to close out the sure. ACC? Where are we on Tech with the? With, I think Brick Key's a good hire. Yeah, I think I, he's going to make them more interesting. But yeah. I still don't think they're any good. Yeah, so they're, they're, yeah, they're better than two or three teams in the conference. Yeah, and like honestly, like I, I think we all were on the same page to be like, yeah, go ahead and hire the guy that the had interim. a good. That's right. Like it almost it, sometimes it works out, but man, like listen, I think they're better off with someone like him than someone like Geoff, who is like, I'm just going to own Atlanta, which you're not. And like this guy seems to be like a regular X's nose. Like the team was better after he took over, and that counts for something. And they hired Buster Faulkner from Georgia to be their OC, OC which is a good hire. Yep. I, you know, I will say that Scott brought up a point a minute ago that uh, Georgia Tech has sold the naming rights to historic Mark Rick Grantfield to Hyundai, which is now going to be Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field, uh, or Hyundai Field at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Right? You can uh, say it however you want because uh, Hyundai actually they sounds care. like Japanese for Dooley. It does actually, or Rick. Um, so, but they're getting fifty-five million over ten which years, which they desperately need. Yeah. Oh my God, they need it so bad. Um, look, I am perfectly fine with Georgia Tech's um, basing their their coach hiring, their football coach hiring on. The special teams stop fucking up so much, right? I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. See what I thought you said. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, mark that time down. <laughs> uh, but it's, there's no other way to describe what was happening over there. Um, yeah, I am. I'm going to go against type and say Florida State wins this conference for the first time in the history of them being in the ACC. But no, uh, but no playoff. No playoff. No, they're not nearly that good. Okay. So uh, let's go to uh, the Big 12. Big 12. Big 12. Or as I like to call it, El Bente. You know, every time I hear the Big 12 at the start of a new football season, I just want to know, all I care about is I want to know how old Mike Gundy is this year. <laughs> he is now... He is still a man. 50. However. I mean... Cause He's my age. He's 55. That, that, there's no way that was 15 years ago yeah. that yeah. he said that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he is 55. He's my age. I thought that was right. You know, when I was 55, I was not yelling at a microphone, I mean, that you know of. And um, I mean, so really the question here is, we Texas, talk, is Texas, Texas back? Can yeah. we talk about Sonny Michelle retiring? Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Pour some out. This, I think you were the one that, you were the one that pointed out that uh, his entire career at the Rams happened while Stetson Bennett was at Georgia. Yep. <laughs> that is incredible. He won, he won two Super Bowls. That is incredible. And also, we should not downplay the fact that he gave up a year of his prime earning to stay here and play college football. Yeah, bless. And, and, and establish what was coming. 
It stops what was coming. That's exactly right. Well, that's a great win for that's a yeah. that's a great win for Sanchez. So really, so, I, I so really, the question is: Texas back? Uh, if they're back, only temporarily because they're off the. Uh, I, I'm actually curious to see what it's like when, because the big tw- the problem is is if there were a team leaving the SEC. When that team played on the road all SEC season, we would be up their ass. Oh, yes. that we'd oh, be by the way, it's happening there. It's and that's why I'm wondering if that's if that's happening for because I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen some places in the in the in the, the Pac-12. We'll get the Pac-12. That is going to be a that's an end of history season across the board. But like, oh, when, we're going to talk about the Pac-12. Yeah, but when it, but I mean that like, is there enough hatred like Texas and Oklahoma? I don't know. The Big 12 doesn't strike. Like, how dialed up are they going to be in oh, Kansas State? Are you serious? Can you imagine? No, they hate Texas so much. I know, but okay, fine. No, they hate Texas. How the dialed up? Okay. The Big 12 blames Texas for all of their problems. There's a lot of writers that have been blaming Texas for all of this craziness going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Texas play. Here's who they play on the road. On the against. road. Give they it to play, me. They play uh, at Alabama, obviously. Uh, at Baylor. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, at Houston, who is in the Big 12 now, uh-huh. uh, at TCU, and at Iowa State. Mm. I, the, the hatred level is not as high as I want If to you had said Oklahoma State, yeah. that would have been ratcheted up because those stands are right on top no, of the No, they don't actually play Oklahoma State this Or year. at Texas so, Tech. Yeah. They don't play Oklahoma State. They don't play Texas Tech. So. Where the mascot, I might actually shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's, that's, that's part By of By the way, it. Google bell ringer Texas Tech. <laughs> now Oklahoma, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State on November fourth should be oh, something. Yeah, should yeah they, something. they're going to have to call yeah. in that But that is the thing I, I keep forgetting because I keep I, I keep focusing on the fact that Texas and Oklahoma are leaving, but there are four new teams in the Big Twelve this year. I mean, in case you've forgotten, the Big Twelve has Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, and Central Florida. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, noted noted Central part of America, <laughs> yeah. UCF. Well, I hope UCF goes zero for nine or whatever. However, many cal- I mean, there's part of me that wants them to win this conference. Really? Just, yes. I, at, at I still four, I still can't forgive them. I want why because they tried to take a national championship from Alabama. <laughs> That's the best thing that happened to us with losing that game <laughs> is they got under Alabama's skin. That's fair. I would say uh, all I want out of this, I don't want Texas or Oklahoma to win this conference. Anyone, I want the field. Anyone other than Texas. Unfortunately, they seem pretty clearly the best two teams. This is a year we are all Kansas State fans. This year we're all like the BTK killer. <laughs> We are all Kansas State <laughs> fans this year. Just to remind you, I just love but, so a little, little side note. Just remember that uh, that Dennis Rader was a season ticket holder at Kansas State. I love that you never forget that. that. I never forget just that. can't. You know, I, I had such a good time the first five weeks of last year with the the Kansas uprising, and then they mm-hmm. then they fell back down to where they. You yeah, know, but I mean, they still. Been. Yeah, you know, they, they 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 you know their big non conference game this year Friday night game week two. Illinois at Kansas. Illinois, Kansas. Friday night. Um, a game I, that Illinois felt was going to be more of a win five years ago. How long, scheduled it. <laughs> how long is that drive? Um, it's in Kansas City. Six right? hours? No, it's, 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 it's in Lawrence. It's in, uh, no, Manhattan. No, it's in Kansas. It's Kansas. 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 What is it? I-70? Uh, four, six and a half. Yeah. Seven. Pretty easy Yeah, drive. it's four hours it's straight. It's like 80-mile-an-hour speed limit the entire It's a straight four hours across Missouri, and it's a solid two-and-a-half to St. Louis. So. Yeah. Or would you, yeah, you go that way, right? 
if I'm coming from here or if I'm no, coming from, 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 from Champagne. Oh, from Champagne. Yeah, you, you, go, you go out to St. Louis. Yeah, you go, you go, you go to St. Louis. Either way, you'd either We're go two to, hours from St. Louis, and so yeah, two straight hours, shot. six and a half, yeah. seven. Um, I, am, I am willing to say that I think Texas will be really good. I think Oklahoma will be better. So give me Oklahoma. Um, the real question is, do we see Manning this year? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I, I mean, think, yeah. I, I got to be honest. I'm glad. I, I mean, would I love to have him here? Sure, of course. But I think that has potential to be a circus in a way that, frankly, Georgia has enough circuses. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's keep those circuses down. I think that's fair. That would be a that would be a circus distraction. Though. I think be- uh, Quinn Ewers. Uh, I think he cut his hair. He's not playing uh, hurt like he got against Alabama. Although he could get hurt again this year. They would they would have won that game and he not gotten yeah. hurt, um, but I think I'm going to go with Texas. I think I think they're back for at least you know half the season and they'll probably surprise me and win the whole thing. So the, the Big real, Twelve. So the real question the is: Is there a playoff team that comes out of this conference? No. So we assume I'm assuming we're going to the idea that the Big Ten champion that you picked Michigan, I picked Ohio State, you picked Penn State. We assume that team is making the playoff. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else from the Big Ten making the playoff? talk about it because we're running out of teams mm-hmm. <laughs> we can talk about it i have some ideas i have some ideas okay let's go let's go over to the uh to the old uh let's go over to the i guess we're ready for are we to the pack 12 we're to the pack 12 we've yeah because we're not doing sec yeah uh so yeah if we're, if we, we can talk about so none of us think notre dame is going to be there right I, i'm asking sincerely i mean, because it's, the, I mean that's where we are and they do play at ohio state Right, they have they a, play Michigan, I think. Michigan, no, I, I thought it was Michigan. We'll take a look. Hang on, let me find out. They're wearing all green uniforms. They look well. Really that, good. that should change it all. Hang on, hang on. Uh, when you say they're playing all wearing all green uniforms, you mean against every whatever their Shamrock series? Oh, they no, they're, no, yeah, it's Ohio State. Okay, already. they're wearing a, they're wearing all green for yeah. Ohio State. Ohio State, yes. With the gold helmets. I mean, they're wearing, they're not wearing green helmets, but it's an all green uniform. It looks good. Yeah, so, Notre, all right. Notre Dame, Notre, I'm going to go through, let's, let's talk about Notre Dame before we do the Pac-12. Uh, where is old, there they are, Notre Dame. They have their toughest games there at NC State. No. Um, home against Ohio State. Uh, at Duke, at Clemson. Yeah, that's two losses at least. Maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm not that solid Clemson. No, no, um, no, they could be Clemson. And if they lose to Ohio State, I mean, if they beat Ohio, they have USC at home. Oh, didn't uh, the Wake Forest quarterback transfer to Notre Dame? He did. Yeah. What's his name? Hartman? Hartman. Riley Kehoe. I don't know. (laughs) Dude, that that guy's good. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, Notre Dame, for what it's worth, has... Those are three pretty tough games. Ohio State at home, USC at home at Clemson. Yeah, no, I think think they'll be good. I, I think if you win two out of three of those, I think you probably make the playoff. I would think so. If you don't lose any other games... Well, they lost to Colorado State... And the first three games at home. I mean, they lost to Pickett Stanford last year. So, like, yeah. you know, I think that they, they certainly could. But anyway, so the point is, is but we're, we're, we're saying no for Notre Dame making the playoff. Yes. Correct. No, I don't think so. Okay, so let's go to the Pac-12 because we're starting to run out of playoff teams. We are running out of playoff um, teams. So, so I, okay, before we talk about you, uh, before we talk about uh, the universities on the West Coast that are still part of the West Coast Conference, mm. I think is. As a general premise, I think we can all say it's safe to assume that the SEC champion 
is making the college football playoff. We're not doing predictions. Right. I'm just saying it's safe to say yes. that we can reserve at least a spot yes. for the SEC champion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as a general premise, in order for us to have continuity for our conversation next week, mm-hmm. let's hold off until after our conversation next week before we name our four playoff teams. Although I think both of you – I've named Michigan as one. Yeah. You've named Ohio State the reason, the reason point is actually trying to lead up to next week a little bit to realize Good. actually what the SEC – like. We've already, we talked about the, we talked about Georgia's schedule. We've talked about the Tennessee game and how it all sets up. I think there are if there were ever a season where there are clearly multiple bids from the SEC to be had, it's this one. It's this one because I don't think and maybe you think USC. You to me, I think USC. The Big Ten champ is going to have one. The Big Ten champ is going to get in because the East teams are so good. Um, no, I, so I'm and you're on the same page I am, but yeah. I have a different team in mind. But then, then the Big Ten team, or then USC. Then USC. But that's the question: is is like even if you account for a Pac-12 team getting in, and which is certainly not a given, they didn't have one last year, right? Um, even if you count for one, there are still if you don't think Notre Dame's getting in, and you don't think Pac-12, uh, a, a Big Twelve team's getting in, you don't think an ACC team's getting in, and I think we all don't. There are clearly two spots for SEC teams this year. Or, or Pac-12 teams. Or a, and if, if no Pac-12... Which, which, no is Pac-12. Why, which is why I don't want to say yeah, it yet. Right, right. So right. go Pac-12. So let's talk yeah. Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so um, I am, I'm operating on the premise because Utah plays Florida. And, look, I think Florida's going to be a bad team. God, I hope they are. Um, but... It'll still look good on paper. It will win. look good on paper win. And then it's UCLA it's because, first game of the year, too. First big right. game of the year. Yeah, because UCLA carries that brand... And then you throw in Washington, who goes on the road to play what's well, probably going to be a bad Michigan State team. But again, on the road versus a Big Ten team, there is a possibility that if, 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 and, and, and part of the reason I was looking at this is that if you have an 11 and 1, let's just throw this out. I know what you're doing. You have an 11 and 1 Southern Cal playing a 12 and 0 Utah. And then Southern Cal beats Utah. I think it's a good argument for both those teams gets in, regardless yeah. of what happens. See, I thought you were going to go with Oregon. I just don't think Oregon's going to because Bo Nix is back. I don't, so, by the way, we haven't talked about this. My flight in April from Seattle to Atlanta, Bo Nix was on that flight. No way, he was like two rows behind us, yeah. and I did not recognize him. My my youngest, my oldest, Maggie was like. I think that's Bo Nix back there. God bless her. Like, the fact that she recognized I was like, "How do you know that?" And she's like, "Dad." I follow him on Instagram. Dad. And I was like, "Okay, so we're just every keep everything on, and um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like process through this." Yes. Uh, speaking of, by the way, uh, Maggie. I was is, gonna ask how that was going. Maggie's on the red coats as a she's a member of the props crew. Mm-hmm. So if you see one of the people out there in khakis in a black. Shirt. If, if, uh, if we go out to the intramural fields when they're practicing, will we see her out? There? She'll be out there hauling stuff That's around, which fantastic. is a good job for That's her. That's fantastic. Um, she did not make the the red coats as uh, as a musician. Apparently, apparently, two national championships brings out people trying out. So there were <laughs> a lot of people tried out for. No, is that a permanent thing? Did she go back again next year? She could try again next year. She's also going to try out for the um, fall sports bands, which means there's a possibility. She will be in Vegas for Georgia playing basketball oh. uh, November of whatever the date is, and I'll, I'll be there. So uh, whether she's there or not, no. I'll be there. Um, so getting back to the Pac-12, I think the interesting thing about the Pac-12, uh, in at least in the context of what we're doing, is there are 
at least three teams that are capable of winning this conference, and one of them's not Oregon. And I think it's it's safe to say, and that's just me, that's just me. But I think it's safe to say that no matter what you do, you can't count out Oregon because they do have a quarterback back in Bo Nix, who is really good. And it's weird that you're saying that, right? But I just think that between Southern Cal, with all the talents they have, putting aside Lincoln Riley as their coach and defense, uh, Washington with Michael Penix as quarterback, Kalen DeBoer is Michael, 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 Michael Penix. Write the time down. And, um, and then <laughs> Kalen DeBoer is the, is the, the, the coach. Um, they just have the potential to be really good. And then, of course, Utah, which is a team that nobody wants to play. Utah is absolutely a team. It's funny, you and um, um, you and Grierson on your podcast were talking about somebody, and we all know this person, that they were a mess and always a mess. And you just, if you ever in a fight, you want that person with you. Yeah. But you did not want with you. That's Utah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. is Utah, right? <laughs> they are the person that takes their pants off in a fight. Um. You just don't want them with you because they will absolutely, they will drag you in the dirt. They will throw dirt in your eyes. They will talk about your mom and they'll stand up and you're like, I didn't do that. <laughs> and um, that, I, I think it is, um, it is perfectly reasonable for us to think any of those four teams and put Oregon in that could win this conference. I'm going to say today that Utah will win the conference because of the two-time Pac-12 champion. Um, I am not unwilling to say that when we get to next week, that I still have to consider whether or not the team that plays them in the Pac-12 championship will also be in the conversation with the national championship and the college football playoff, I should say. If you want things that I want to happen, it's your initial scenario. If in the last year of the Pac-12, because this is the Pac-12 conference that's dying and is over after this year. It's not official. We all know this guy's going to happen. If they get two playoff teams in, that is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> if Pac-12 somehow gets two teams in the playoffs. And especially if not one of them is USC. Oh, oh, that would be very fun. Yeah. Be very fun. I think UCLA is going to be a little better than people think this year. That's my, that's my other hot take. But, uh, anyway, I, is Brian Kelly still in the... Still in the I'm going to say that, uh, the Pac-12, that USC wins the Pac-12, but I don't think they're going to make I think USC wins the Pac-12 and Caleb Williams wins another Heisman. <gasps> oh, Ohio State fans are devastated that Archie is not there anymore. Let's also think of the alternative history, by the way. If USC wins the Pac-12 championship game like they were supposed to, mm-hmm. that's who Georgia plays. Yep. <laughs> and, 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 and Ohio State plays Michigan or Ohio State plays TCU. Michigan probably TCU. Michigan probably Michigan probably Ohio State South. Yeah, that's probably right. Um, do you think? Do you think that makes Georgia more likely or less likely? To that win? would have been tough facing Caleb Williams because they lost that game. But I mean, he was dynamite, and I, I was I was more excited to see you know an Ohio State matchup because I was so terrified of what he would do. You know, and this is revisionist history. I mean, I was terrified in the second quarter watching Georgia be losing to Ohio State, but. Um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, See, thought I think experiment. I think it's easier because I think they have an easier time beating USC than they beat. Ohio, they're, really? I mean, it'd be hard to have a harder time. Beating, yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah, that's re- that's and, looking back on it. And then Michigan and TCU are playing each other anyway. I, I, and I still so, think. I still think. I mean, look, revisionist history is a good way of putting it. We only won by one point. I also think that 
um, Georgia versus Southern Cal. I think the matchups in particular, um, it would have been fun. It would have been interesting. I still think Georgia wins that game by more points. I agree. And, I, and I'll put it this way. If, K, if, if USC wins that game, Caleb Williams levitated off the field. Sure. And like that would be an all-timer. Because it's hard to be better than Stroud was. Like yeah. Stroud was incredible in that yeah. game. And so, uh, but anyway, yeah, so good times. Is right. Marvin Harrison Jr. going to play defense for Southern Cal? Um, by the way, everybody's like, uh, he played offense. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Georgia didn't lose that game. Yes. Uh, Georgia didn't win that game because Marvin Harrison Jr. got hurt. Georgia won that game. Of course, Todd Munkin figured out Ohio State's defense. Um, so, yeah. I know it's almost a season because, by the way, because I've been watching those little 25-minute highlight clips of a big game. I did, I did the Ohio State. It's funny. I did the Ohio State-Georgia game, and it was wonderful. Oh, my God. I still get nervous. Oh, and then I did the TCU one, and I got kind of bored yeah. halfway through. That was the bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, Notre Dame. Did we talk about Notre Dame? Yeah, we, we did. did. We're so, we're set. So, we're set. so in the G5, who do we think the G5 member? Who's even in the G5 anymore? All the teams. Um, if, this were, if this were a playoff year, let's say this were a playoff year, and remember, I think we've kind of forgotten a little bit, because I bet they dropped that. Yeah, because the, the rules yeah, for the playoff next year, I think it's going we're, away. We're going to be five conference champions, one group of twelve, group of five team. I'll put it this way: what this has done is anything that was like, oh, we need to give throw them a bone is gone. gone. Yeah, <laughs> is gone now. Yeah, so, uh, actually, the um, who's that SEC commissioner? Sankey. Sankey. Sankey actually said that it's like it might be time to reevaluate yeah. whether or not we just need to have automatic qualifiers. So. For the record, we are uh, you like me are looking at Athlon. Yes. Um, if the playoff were this year and they, they had a group of five team, can, can don't look, don't look. Can you tell me who the highest ranked group of five team is according to Athlon's preview edition? It's a tough question. So also, Oregon State's nineteen in this. But yeah, by the way, but group I, of five I'm team is say dude, UTEP, dude. Or no, UTSA. I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up Oregon State. Yeah. If Oregon State oh wins my God. the Pac-12, oh my God, that'd be wonderful. Go 12 and 0. Oh go 12 and 0, getting playoffs. That's my favorite story. Yes. If Oregon State yeah. wins the SEC. Yeah. I mean, um, then the big keep concern. in mind UCF, Houston, Cincinnati. Yeah, that's and why other teams. Yeah, they're all no, UTSA is 30 seconds. Okay. They're not the highest. That's a good. That's a good guess. Um. Say Tulane? Is it Tulane? Uh, it is Tulane. Tulane. Mm. Number twenty-two winners of the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they're one and done though. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, like um, last year was their. Yeah, I was in New Orleans last weekend. Yulman Stadium is beautiful, guys. Yeah, but I mean, it is fun. Like, if you want any more proof how they're not going to even care about that next year, like Tulane's twenty-two, so the highest. Uh, next is UTSA at, at 38. 30, thirty-two. Okay. After that is South Alabama at mm. thirty-seven. Then it's Troy at forty two. Like we are scraping the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. at that point. There is, no, I that was one of the things I loved the most about the playoff was that there was going to be a group of five team. I find it hard to justify it now. I have to say, I yeah. find it hard to justify it in this situation. And, and that's but, sad. That stinks. But I find it hard to justify. And friends at home, before you like, but yeah, they if they still go twelve and zero, keep in mind. Cincinnati made the playoff at 12-0 because they beat Notre Dame on the road. Right. They beat Notre Dame on the road. And, by the way... And also, not that great Notre Dame team, remember, but still. Irrelevant, right? It's as irrelevant. It's a big win, right? It's a big win. And if you go to a place where Big Ten teams are only playing Big Ten teams, SEC teams are playing 9 There's no big wins or 10, exactly. those schools are not playing. Yeah. Utah, Florida doesn't play. Yeah. So you know yeah. Cincinnati's not playing Notre Dame. 
And, and by the way, we haven't talked about Notre Dame's role in this, and I don't know what it's going to be, but there will come a point where they'll have to figure it out because yeah. I don't think they have the leverage in the context of all the football money. Uh, and this goes back to our very first conversation. Uh, in the context of all the football money, Notre Dame doesn't have the leverage to hold out past whatever the next round is. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, we'll see. But, yeah, that's it is funny. Like It's funny how that decision to have a group of five team in the playoff – Already feels like it was made twenty years ago. Anachronistic, yeah. <laughs> like it is remarkable how, uh, that, like I, I can't justify it, and I love like to me like this the beauty of college. That's why I love the college basketball tournament. Yeah, if your team just gets hot and wins ten games in a row, yeah, the champion. Even if those are the last five, even if they're Samford. Yep. And uh, but I, you can't justify it. You really kind of can't justify it in this situation. You know, one last little thing before Scott gets into all of our um, trivia and whatnot. Uh, two weekends ago, I was in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, visiting friends, I got so little comments about my Georgia gear, and I was I was happy about that. Uh, I went to um, I went to Grater's Ice Cream, which is based in Columbus. They have something called a Buckeye Blitz, which I probably ordered because I didn't see one in the Peach Bowl. And um, you saw a I, lot of holding, though. This is holding. <laughs> um, I also put my I went to the Ohio Union. And put my Georgia hat on top of Brutus Buckeye, which Good they man. have a big bronze one in there. Um, so, yeah, that was a fun time walking yeah. around that campus wearing imagine. Georgia gear. I would imagine. Um, it's a massive campus. Like, I mean, it's a huge school. Their oval is bigger than North Campus. It's massive. Yeah. Ohio State's got too many people. <laughs> There's too many people to go to school there. <laughs> yeah. But it was a fun trip. I had a big time up there. Uh, and then last weekend was in New Orleans uh, just for a little fun getaway trip with uh, – with, uh, Wayne and Tiffany and Kristen and I, I say that the old house that we stayed in, mm-hmm. the house is not good luck for football games. We're 0-2 there, the Georgia LSU game. And, of course, we stayed there for the Sugar Bowl in 19. Um, and But but that house is undefeated for a good time. So, oh, my gosh. That was a good yeah. time. That was a good time. Remember you guys helping me ask questions, come up with questions for my Dale Earnhardt Jr. interview. Remember that trip? Oh, when that's I, right. I, I forgot about that. Show. When I have another Will show, you guys have a Yeah, I sent, I sent Will a picture. There is a, uh, there's a desk in the front a part, part of the house where Will got up every morning and did his writing. Uh, and because Will and I both are early risers, we were usually the first ones up. And it was, uh, it's, it's a little bit like watching a master at his art, watching Will writing. So. Yeah, I just, uh, just saw the back of my head and occasionally go, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Prom- prompting genius. uh <laughs> prompting chat gpt or bard yeah of course why bother that's all you right? do now right that's all you have to do <laughs> yeah um one thing before we go to yeah. scott i am we're still going to do the college football pick them mm-hmm. uh, i'm gonna i hope to have that up in the next week it's and if you'd a, like to sponsor the pick on this year yeah, we are still taking bids yeah. we've got a couple of uh hooks know, in potential the water. Hooks yeah in the we water. got some hooks in the water but um we don't have anything um like we did last year, set up right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely right. not. Exactly. So, but look for that. If you have been a past participant, you will get an email. If you are not a past participant, check out my Twitter X Blue Sky, whatever it's called, Blueski. Uh, Blueski. Uh, but check, yeah, seriously, check out my Twitter and Blueski. I'm not calling it X. Um, I will post a link at both of those places so you will be able to as see. As long it as Twitter.com, when I type it in, still works. I'll still yeah. call it Twitter. Yep. And it still absolutely. works. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think they even do they own X.com? I don't think they actually uh, he own bought that. it years and years ago. But is it is it going there? If I type in X.com, yeah. Twitter will come up. Yes. Okay. 
You you type in x.com. Um, don't don't Hugh, don't leave Hugh, your finger Hugh, heavy on it because if you type yes. it a couple times, it might go somewhere else. One of the uh, you type it once, Hugh freezes phone number. Comes one up. of the things I discovered uh, is if you type in you know because if you're a Braves fan, type in braves.mlb.com. If you accidentally leave out the letter O in .com. A company dot has co? bought just oh, dot, smart, uh, no, but it's not the thing you land on is not something uh, you want to see. Oh, so that happens so for every were, baseball team. So uh, if you if you type in cardinals.mlb.cm rather than cu, uh, sorry, c-o-m, graves.mlb or mlb. Yes, oh yeah. By the way, this is live tweeting. It says it can't find the server. No dot c not o dot m. Oh, dot M? Yeah, CM, CM. Oh, dot CM? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, close, 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 close. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Are those real? <laughs> it's, not, it's not actually downloading anything, but like, yeah. Yeah, someone has, uh, has uh, brought up. Uh, they, they're capitalizing off uh, time. Don't, do don't, do don't, do don't do it, don't do it. Was that the scene from Blue is the Warmest Color? Um, oh, that's a good movie and a good scene for a while. It's Listen, not I'm, a terrible I'm, scene. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a serious film critic who loves great movies, and I'm also a red-blooded American male walking around <laughs> the world here. I'm not a monster. Uh, it's not Julia Pinochet but the, nah, with the box. It? but What's in the box? <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. That's a go-to for in our house, by the way, every time we get Amazon, which is a lot because my wife is committed to keeping the economy running. Um the box shows up, and I love the fact that all three, of, all three of my kids who have not seen the movie will say, "What's in the box?" So, I'm sorry. You do your thing. It's okay. Um, so these are just some random points. I figured we'd kind of flex our muscles and in getting into some trivia and just some very broad brushes. Nothing, broad. nothing too uh, difficult. So. The first thing we're going to do is, uh, you know, Georgia play is an FBS team. Agreed. Uh, last year, there were 131 other, or 130 other FBS teams for a total of 131. This year, there's 133 FBS teams. Can you tell me the two new mm. admittance to FBS? Mm. The gr- they'll definitely group of five. I will give you uh, a hint. Mm. They both end in state. You know, like Louisiana oh, State or that was not Texas was State. Thinking. Are they both states that aren't states? These are not states. Yeah, just states are not states. states. Right. It's like Appalachian yeah, State. Yeah, like Jackson State. For right. Example, yes. um, but uh, let's see. Uh, can you give us a geographic region? Yes. Um, Texas, the state of Texas. And I think Alabama. Okay. Oh, Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State, the Gamecocks. Didn't they? Who did they beat a few years ago? Or they almost they beat Auburn. They came so close to beating Auburn. That must be Auburn. What an amazing day. By the way, fun fact, their head football coach is Rich Rodriguez. Oh, good for Rich. Good for He's Rich. back in the FPS, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, um, it's a person's name. Sam Houston State. That's it. All right. So there we go. Um, so also, we touched on this earlier. There's some, and I'm sure there's more, but I only found these four. Uh, there's some new stadium names. You know, like Sanford mm-hmm. Stadium. It's like if they were bought out by... Mm-hmm. Hyundai. Well, Hyundai. Hyundai. I never have been able to say that. But, uh, you know, like, like... Just like, a Kia. I don't know. Like, uh, what? What would be a good one? Um, Guthrie's. Well, By the way, Guthrie's is coming back to Athens. Did you it? see that? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, they are. Where? Uh, Northside, where the Dairy Queen used to be on Jefferson Highway. No way. By the way, I know about fried chicken. So, you should trust me. Uh, all right. So, anyway, uh, we've got... 
I've got four listed here. We'll start New with stadium names. We'll start with Bobby Dodd since that was already mm-hmm. mentioned. Bobby Dodd Stadium at Grant Field is what it used to be. They dropped to Grant, so now it's going to be Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field, right. which I just love the fact that there's some the handful of tech you know football fans are up in arms about that because they can't sell at their stadium and they overgrew it, if That's you will. Stupid. Uh, when Paul Johnson was there, but it's been Grant Field from since like nineteen. It is kind of, but it go back. It goes back to Will. It goes back to what Will was yeah. saying. It's kind of sad, yeah. you know. I mean, I, I'm a big, I'm a big traditionalist. Um, I'm not a get off my lawn guy, but I do embrace tradition. And college football is chocked full of tradition. And this is just one of those things that's going by the wayside. I mean, I'm really surprised they didn't call it like. Hyundai Bobby Dodd Stadium. I mean, honestly, like if they were going to do it, this is the quietest way they could do it. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Uh, Then we've got um, Wake Forest was BB and T. They're not BB and T anymore. They're not BB and T. They're going by the Grove Stadium. You're you're about to see a theme in renaming of stadiums. I'm sure somebody could do a deep dive on why this is happening. Tesla Stadium. Are they Truist? No, no. They're uh, they're. I think their baseball field is Truist. It is. Yeah. Uh, But it's a BB and T field went to. Allegacy Federal Credit Union Stadium. Wow. Okay. That's a step down. Then we've got uh, Louisville. Um, it hasn't been Papa John's for a while, but that's the last yeah. one. It was. It went back to Cardinal Stadium. They By got the a way, new one. Go, go Big Papa. Um, L and N Federal Credit Union Stadium. Yeah, Georgia plays there in twenty eight. I mean, allegedly. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, who knows? And then we've got a Sun Devil Stadium. It's no longer Sun Devil I saw Stadium. This, this is, is uh, I know what this is. I, saw, mm, I heard this. Mountain uh, America Credit Union Stadium, home of the ASU Sun Devils. I think they're going to say all of that. So mm-hmm. credit unions are getting into the stadium uh, naming rights mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, I forgot. There's a federal investigation coming. Um, so what we'll do now is we'll go into some high-level uh Streaks or things that had happened last year. So we'll we'll go with the streaks last. Um, I just pulled a couple of these out. The thinking back to the 2002 season, the top five largest margins of victory in 2022. I'll go ahead and tell you, Georgia over TCU was fourth highest at 58 <laughs> points. Okay. Um, the others in the top five all happened in the month of September of last year. Um, it's impossible to for you to guess, so I will just tell you. Hmm. Um, actually, just guess the highest point total. Georgia was fourth with it's 58 60. points. Oh, you mean differential. Like the highest differential. 71. Okay. I think there was a 68. I'm trying to remember the game. It was like 71 to 3, but I don't remember who it was. Well, you're kind of close and Will's kind of close. The largest Margin of victory is 73 points last year, okay. and it was 73 to nothing. Western Kentucky over FIU. Wow. And then the second largest was only 59 points. Had uh, Pod Lesney made that field goal, <laughs> oh, yeah. It would have been, uh, have we would have had second place. Sure, 259. By ourselves. Yeah. yeah fi- Michigan 59, UConn nothing yeah. on September 17th. Wisconsin 66, New Mexico State 7 on September 17th. The next week they lost to Illinois at home. It was. And then 57 points in fifth place was uh, Tennessee, 63, Akron, 6 on September 17th. I do Tennessee, South Carolina. <laughs> Here is my trivia question for you. Yes. What is, if you want to watch a college football game, what is the actual first college football game this year? 
The actual first college football game to watch. I should know that. Um, what are the conferences? Uh, they are both independents. Oh. Is that- so it's like UMass and Temple or something? I'll give you a hint. They are. Pl- I'll even give you the name of the stadium they are playing. All right. Avila? Aviva Stadium. Aviva. No, stadium. Navy's in the conference. Well, Navy's in the conference? I th- I'm, yeah. thinking, oh, I'm thinking Army. Yeah. Okay. So Navy. Oh, and- wait a minute. Maybe Navy is independent. I don't remember which one they are now. Um, Navy, but it's Navy and Navy uh, is Notre in, Dame. Uh, Navy is in... Uh, uh, they're CUSA. Oh, they're in the AAC. They're AAC. The AAC. Okay. Yeah, Navy and Notre Dame. Yeah, Navy and Notre Dame at 2.30. Yeah. Uh, two weeks Oh wait! So Navy Notre Dame, Navy yeah. Notre Dame, two thirty. Are they playing like Ireland or something? Yes, they're playing in Dublin. Oh, okay, that stadium is beautiful, by the way. That's I'm a sure. That was stadium. where uh, that was where that that was Northwestern's oh, one win last year. Uh, and the Illinois Nebraska game was supposed to be played. That you and I went to in yes. Champaign. And uh, but yes, Navy Notre Dame, two thirty, Saturday, August twenty sixth, two weeks from Saturday. Mm, you are wait. going to be able to watch. Navy and Notre Dame play football. Other games that day, by the way. Here are your other games if you're really needing some week zero action. Because last year, of course, Illinois played a week zero. It was a very wonderful time. They had two consecutive years they played a week zero. This year, the other games, uh, as mentioned... Hawaii plays at the high school field in Vanderbilt. Wait, Hawaii and Vanderbilt are playing That's at the high school field, and that game's at Vanderbilt, yeah, and it's still a high, school, high school, school field. Like, imagine like telling those Hawaii players, "Hey, so you're flying so many hours to play at a high school field? Play in another high school field because yeah. Hawaii's playing a high school field too." The only other uh, major conference team that's playing on Week Zero is USC. They're hosting San Jose State, but they're not really playing San Jose because it's on the Pac-12 network, so no one can actually. Mm. Yeah. I have Pac-12 Network. And I said this before, I cannot do it, but people should take advantage of the opportunity on Thursday of Labor Day weekend, go see Georgia State play at home. Yeah, uh, same. I can't either. Yeah, but no, I can't do that, but I would love to do it. It would be very fun, unfortunately. All right. Uh, points per game allowed last year. Uh, I picked this because there's two interesting teams, both in the top five. Um, the highest in the top five, I'll put it that way. It was 14.3 points, and the best one, or the lowest, was 12.8 points. Can you tell me which team between Georgia and Illinois holds the first place and the fifth place? I think Illinois had the best. Illinois had the best points per game allowed at 12.8 in was Georgia. Iowa second? Iowa, Iowa second. was up there. Iowa is second at 13.3. Yeah. Georgia is fifth at 14.3. And then third and fourth is Air Force and Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. So yeah, Big Ten, the Big Ten West was really rocking last year. <laughs> Three of the top four. By the way, were... I mean, if there is a team that's not Iowa and Illinois that wins the Big Ten West, it's probably Minnesota. It was first. Man, Illinois should have won the Big Ten West. They should year. have. They really yeah. should have. Yeah. And so then uh, to, to finish this, we're going to try to list the top five current win streaks heading into 2023 oh, and the top one. five current losing streaks. Heading into 2023. Georgia's number one. Georgia has 17 in a row. Their last loss was against Alabama in the 2021 SEC Championship Man, game. Wait, wait until they get Alabama again after that game. They're really going to make up for that one. And then we'll go um, <laughs> the 11, uh, the 11 in a row is the next closest. Um, and they're, they're, I'll just put it this way. Their last loss was on September 17th versus Appalachian State. Coastal Carolina? Uh, it was a wild game. Wild hold, game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chase Bryce with a Hail Mary at the end. Oh, Chase Bryce? Yeah. Who did he play for? Oh. He played for App State? Oh, he played for App State, but that's I remember the team that they were playing against. 
I remember that game, but I can't. I can't tell you the, the team. Game was. day was there. Troy. Troy. Oh, that's right. It was Troy. They've won eleven in Troy. a row. I, all I could think of was North Carolina, and I knew that wasn't right. So uh, nine in a row. Uh, their last loss was on October eighth versus Boise State. Wyoming. Nope. Boise State. I think the Valley. Fresno. Fresno State has won nine in a row. Wow. But they lost their quarterbacks at the NFL, uh, so they'll. they'll That'll, that'll be ending soon. Um, seven in a row. This team's last loss was on October 8th versus Arizona State. Um, not Utah. Utah? Not Utah. No, Utah lost in the Rose Bowl. Right. Southern Cal lost in the Cotton it's Bowl. It's a Pac-12 team. that uh, Oregon. Nope, it's Washington. Washington, okay. And then six I, in a row. I think you mean big, big 18 team is what you mean. Right. It's, it's crazy to think the top five, six in a row. Um, is uh, Their last loss was on October 15th versus Clemson. Florida State? Florida State. Wow, that's why everybody's picking them. Now we'll go into the top uh, five losing streaks. Uh, North, 11 in a row. Oh, we can't say Northwestern. Northwestern. No, they did not. Northwestern has lost 11 in a row. Their last one. By the way, did you see their t-shirts? Did you guys see that today? Go Cats. Uh-uh. So they've been practicing. They, they should, they, people that pictures, pictures of practice Northwestern, uh, they were wearing uh, Northwestern against the world. It had go, uh, we support Coach Pat. Mm. Yeah, I and, mean, it's and Northwestern more, like immediately like we did not. We, it's like, probably Northwestern versus the neighborhood around Northwestern. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I have to say, like, screw those guys. Their last one was. Uh, August 27th, first Nebraska. In, in Ireland. In Ireland. Um, so another uh, double-digit losing streak is 10 in a row. This team's last win was versus Texas State on uh, September 3rd. Mighty Colorado Buffaloes. No. They're on your list? Uh-huh. Are Buffaloes on your list? No. More conference. Uh, the WAC, maybe? Hmm. New Mexico? Starts with an N. Nevada? That's correct. Um, also, 10 in a row. Uh, their last win was on September 10th versus Howard. Um, this team hosts an SEC team this year. Hosts? Hosts an SEC team. What conference is it? SEC they West team. Uh, I don't know. Is, like, it, is it Massachusetts? Is it Connecticut? Is it no, uh, no. Mississippi it, State plays them? No. Uh, we talked about this last... Yeah, yeah that, that, they play yeah. Alabama this year. They host Alabama. This team hosts yeah. Al- oh, South Florida. South, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we've got God. we've got two teams that have lost nine in a row. Uh, New Mexico's lost nine in a row, and UMass has lost nine in a row. This is the time where I remind you that my last uh, that my I left the University of Illinois having Illinois having lost twenty one consecutive. Ooh, games. are you serious? Mm-hmm. While you were in college. Mm-hmm. That, so, I mean, so you think about the numbers we just talked about. That both illustrates how hard it is to win. I mean, look, Georgia's undefeated in over a season, right? And we're number one. And uh, that's the longest streak in probably, well, since Alabama went undefeated in what year was that, 15? Yeah, when uh, is the, we talked, this was a trivia question you've had in our previous podcast is what they have, how many they have to win to like get like the most wins in a row? Oh, it's a bunch. Homo's mm-hmm. at like 40 something, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, in the last like 20 years, though. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, that's a yeah, good one. We'll, we'll, we'll work we'll on look that. At that. And then the same with losing a lot in a row, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's super rare for somebody to go over in the season. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is, this is something I've never done before. 
Dude, get your shirt back on. <laughs> Went to braves.mlb.cl. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Um, so what I've got is uh, college football theme music. I'm going to try to make this an audio. Uh, and we might have to wait for a um, for an ad to play on YouTube or something. But Ooh. I want you to guess which network theme oh, music I like this, game. this is. Yeah. So here we're going to start right here. Ed. And the results are in. Yeah, those are ads. This is this is not a sponsor. This is like when uh, Michael Scott had only listened to the 15 second segments on uh, on iTunes. All right, uh, five, four, three, two, one. That's Fox. That's Fox. You're correct. Big noon Saturday music. Okay. Do you have the sad robot? Oh, like when someone's injured and they play that. All right, so we've got that down. So here's another guess. Is this, is this Jefferson Pollard? <laughs> no. Is this the BYU network? <laughs> Who is this? Notre Dame football on NBC. Uh, oh, well, that's why I don't drive a Buick and I'm not quite <laughs> that's, that's, 60. That's a little, yeah, that's a, I gotta say, that's a little young. The, the, yeah, like super. For, for people, I'm, I'm sure there are people listening, like, oh, this music, it's just oh, like, that's racket with the long Goodman hair. And... The long hair is making the right. loud music. See if you can, you see if you street can guess tufts. this one. Street tops. Should we just let it play? It's so awesome. But look what it says right here on the big big twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be weird. Before an Illinois game, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird, guys. I promise you. I mean, is there any other? Also, by the way, that's the transition music right there. What's that? That's the Illinois fight song. Oh, really? By the way, apparently there is a network in Australia that plays the CBS music after a goal is scored in like Australian Premier League. Oh, that's fantastic. This is amazing. That's fantastic. So. I'm just letting this play throughout every show from now on. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to yell Oscar Wilde, right? Our okay. friend Dave is a former mm-hmm. member of the Marching Line now. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Uh, Jake from State Farm? Jake from State Farm. It's not... We, do we get paid for this ad? We should get paid for this yeah, ad. Yeah. Call Jake from, from State Farm. The ESPN College uh, Game Day music. Uh, I could not tell you what that is. You know why I don't watch it? Because you're always tailgating. Isn't that uh, uh, Fitz and Griddle? Big and, and Rich. Fitz and Griddle. <laughs> All right. And so now. <laughs> we talked about this day a long time, and it's here. It's time. It's time. Let's go. Don't leave today. Disappointed. This is good. What is this? I 
I have no idea what this is. That is the new ESPN uh, college football intro with Post Malone okay. for the 2023 season. Okay. It's really like, good. Is that like the for games or for like games? For games. Like it's their football anthem okay. for 2023. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm much more impressed by their... Uh, do they have the thumbnail up here? The the thumbnail. Or thumbnail. I'm impressed that we've reached a point where like face tattoos are just not a thing anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just... Well, they're not my thing. Yeah, so he's got... It's uh, something real. It's a song that he has, but they co-opted it and they added a whole bunch of really great... To be fair, editing. they co-opted it. They paid him a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. True. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be a good one. I, you know, so many times, you know, they change their music every year, you know, for it, and so many times it's kind of like. Eh. But I played it for both my boys going to school, uh, and they're like, "Man, that's awesome!" And I was like, "Yeah, it is. A, it's a good choice." Yeah, so, cool. Um, the thumbnail on YouTube uh, is awesome because it's a split screen of like a quarterback. I think it might be Iowa. I don't know, uh, and then Post Malone right down the middle and so it's one side post Malone one side like a football player with eye black and everything it's really an good an Iowa quarterback because post Malone I, will score more points I know I know but I don't remember if it was an Iowa quarterback or whatever um, but yeah so those are just some we had an audio fun bag that's a good one that's a good yeah one. audio fun bag that's, which is different than what you found on that website which was a fun that bag that was a different kind of whole different fun bags <laughs> I love Will's in, in on this bit now so um, everyone keep in mind I will have probably in the next week uh, the fun office pulls up mm. y'all join this probably unless we get sponsors it's probably just like for fun and to beat uh, Bangley Scott but um, and his kids Scott and his kids yeah. so but otherwise um, thank you thank you very much we'll be back time. next week to preview the SEC it's our SEC preview uh, next week it will take a, a little bit not quite as long as it will next year <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise uh, have a uh, have a great week everyone and we'll talk to you then until then go dogs go dogs and thanks so much for listening like Will just said we'll be back next week previewing the SEC um, I don't know Trying to figure out this whole college football realignment, you know, expansion, whatever thing, because uh, it's, it's news to us as well as it's happening right now. But one thing we are sure of is in like three weeks or so, we'll be on campus. Seeing you on campus for Georgia home games. Uh, can't wait for the season to start and uh, we'll be here. So uh, like and subscribe or whatever you do for podcasts nowadays. And uh, we'll see you next time. Go dogs. Nailed it.